0: Is your life boring and without purpose? Do you find yourself eating the share-sized bag of M&Ms alone? Trailer Talk with Ryan may be able to help. Simply listening to one episode a day has proven to approve nothing by no percent. Speak to the voices in your head to find out if Trailer Talk with Ryan is right for you. Side effects may include restlessness, shortness of breath, swelling of the tongue, uncontrollable laughter, and in not so rare occasions, anal fissures. Hey there, campers, and welcome to another episode of Trailer Talk with Ryan. I'm Ryan, this is my makeshift studio, and I am talking. Uh, so, uh, first of all, before I get started, uh, I just want to thank everybody that reached out. I had some friends and family uh, that listened to the last episode, and they reached out, and they're like, hey, man, you okay? and you know, they shared support and all that good stuff. Uh, so, I really appreciate that. That actually means a lot, even though I make a joke of it. Uh, but, no, it, it means a lot. And uh, it kind of helps, um, you know, like me to continue uh, talking about this stuff. So, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I also... <laughs> <laughs> one, uh, one listener, uh, I won't embarrass him, but uh, he said that uh, it... Like the rawness of what I'm talking about, and like you know, um, I guess you know sharing my my personal stuff, which a lot of people are kind of shocked that I'm sharing personal stuff, which you should be shocked. Um, he said it, it it made it like really interesting, and you know he wanted to continue listening. Uh, because I apparently not everybody is interested in uh, installing solar equipment into a RV, so I would, never would have thought that. I thought everybody, I mean, you know, nothing gets me going like uh, talking about solar panels. I tell you what, just gets me all hot and bothered. Um, so you know, I that was a, a great feedback as well. So I'll just keep uh, telling you all my my secrets and all my emotions and then you could either like laugh at him or you can be like oh holy shit that dude is fucked up no wonder he like was an ass to me the last time I saw him he's got like some shit going on um or maybe i just don't like you but if you're listening to this i i probably like you um so so anyways yeah uh and i'm going to um I'm going to label like these uh, episodes uh, with shepherd series. And that way uh, you'll know to either like pick them out and listen to them or pick them out and disregard them and go back to listening to solar stuff. Uh, and uh, Oh, 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 uh, to about solar, because I'm telling you, man, I am all about solar right now. Uh, we will, Brandon and I will be doing a, a final episode Uh about it because we we finished the install and uh it turned out amazing so i got some cool pictures and stuff like that and we'll we'll talk about the um yeah basically the finishing uh the install which he did like the lion's share of that stuff so i really appreciate it brandon thank you uh so that'll come i don't know i have no idea um but it's coming so uh be on the lookout for that um and then uh one other thing is that uh, I got uh, new stickers. I created a new design and uh, I think it's pretty cool. Um so, you know, next time you see me, hit me up. I'll uh, give you uh give you a sticker. Uh just keep in mind that I at the end of the day or even midday, I may run out because the pockets in the straight jacket are really small, so I can't carry a lot of them with me. Zing. Wait, hang on. I think I got something. <laughs> um <laughs> I actually wanted a the hi hat, but I don't know what button that is. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, new stickers, really cool. I've been <laughs> handing them out uh, at the uh, uh, in yeah, during the program. I'm like, here, one sticker for you, one sticker for you. So I know I missed some people, but uh, so if you are any of the therapists and doctors are listening to this for whatever reason, uh, if you want a sticker, let me know. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, so I'm in the program, uh, finished the two week evaluation period, which, um, it, so it, it, it was tough to go through and it wasn't like, you know, because I was doing pull-ups and running obstacle courses or anything like that because uh, my fat ass couldn't do that. But, uh, it w it was tough because they ask you like a gazillion questions. You're filling out all these forms. Um, I swear to Christ, if somebody asks me, you know, how does this make you feel from a scale of one to ten, one more damn time, I'll tell them. It's like a, it's well, it's about a seven. Um, no, but no, it, it's all great. They have a, per, you know, they have a, a plan, and I trust it and all that good stuff. So the, I make jokes, but these 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 uh, ladies and guys are amazing. So. Um, I had to go and see like five different specialty areas of therapy. So like all these different therapists, uh, medical people, doctors, nurses, all these things. Um, but it was kind of fun because even though like, you know, you can only answer like so many questions so many times without getting bored. But, uh, I felt like I was in a, like a movie, you know, like those, um, I'm trying to think of like, you know, like uh, superhero origin movies or like, uh, like the born identity, and I I'm, I'm using bad examples because that's not exactly what I want. Um, but like you know like they're they're like running people through all these tests, and so it's kind of fun like I, I kind of envision myself uh, you know being dunked into a tank and then coming out with like metal blades that come out of my like big claws, like Wolverine claws. I need to, I need to ask the physical therapist when I get my metal claws. that would be so badass. Especially like to be able to flip somebody off with like the big metal claw. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, that's therapy right there. I would like the. I would like the fu set of metal claws, please. Thank you very much. Um, and one uh, other thing, it's like I have a list or something. Uh the other one other uh, cool thing about the evaluation stuff and, and this whole process like i'm i'm done with the evaluation so now i'm in like like the program um so i'm i'm learning stuff now uh and one thing is uh trying to be creative again i'm not a pretty creative motherfucker but like i want to like <laughs> I, I want to uh get back to where, uh you know More creative and stuff like that, so I want to start looking at uh, graphic design. I think that'd be kind of fun. So, in all seriousness, like when I get done with this, if you guys, uh, you know, like want a picture or uh, if you want a self-portrait of me uh, in the buff, then I can probably, I can probably whip that up for you. Or if you just need a logo for your business. Actually, you can get a twofer. You can have a logo for your business. That is me sprawled out on a lion's r- skin rug. <laughs> Did you just throw up a little bit? I, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, but, no, it's great. So, now that I'm in the program, I'm actually... Uh, uh, learning tools and techniques and learning like what, uh, an emotion is instead of something that, uh, you're supposed to like put de- deep down in your stomach in your pit. Um, apparently you're supposed to like think about it and like work through them. Um, I've, I was always told, you know, you just swallow it, let it fester for about 40 minutes and then you'll, or 40 years. And then, Eventually, you'll cut somebody off in traffic, and that releases that emotion. Um, I was wrong. uh I'll be damned. uh you're supposed to like uh, 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 recognize it, deal you know there's you know, shit you know, there's like a book. I forget the steps, but like you're supposed to do stuff. So that's cool. um and then like outings, they have like uh therapeutic outings. Uh, the, uh, so that's, you know, that's good. I like to get out and, uh, do stuff. Uh, and it's healthy for me because I've been inside a lot and not, uh, like avoid, you know, avoiding people because people are the worst. Um, yeah, but, and, and they have like some amazing outings. Uh, we went yesterday to like a a horse park in Chastain Park or Chastain Horse Park, something like that. Anyways, it's in the middle of Atlanta and they do like regular horse stuff and then they have like all the therapy horses. So that was uh that was interesting. Um we didn't get to ride them. We just like groomed them. Um cleaned their hooves and brushed them. Um I mean that was kind of like I never cleaned a hoof before. I never brushed a horse. So was, uh, I I did something I'd never did before, but you know on the exciting scale it was pretty low, but it's supposed to be therapeutic. So um so, like, you know, if you find me brushing you or, like, picking up, like, if, if I take my hand and rub it down your calf and kind of squeeze gently, that means you're supposed to, like, lift your foot up and I'll clean the, the bottom of your feet. It may, It's going to feel weird first couple times. I get it. You guys are just going to have to get used to me doing that. It's a new thing I do now. I just, I, I clean the soles of people's shoes. Uh, That's uh, funny. I... N- so I never thought about that. That just kind of came into my mind. So I'm, I'm totally going to do it to somebody. Ah, <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Uh, oh, and then we, um, we like walked the horses and we took them into like the, uh, the little arena. And we did this, um, this um, what do you call it? Like an exercise of uh, asserting dominance and controlling the horse's movement without touching them. And, uh, it was, it was difficult because I don't know how to talk to a horse. I mean, I've ridden, you know, I've, I've ridden the horses, done that since I was a kid. And, you know, you go pay some money, you take the horse and you ride it on the beach, you know, do that. But I've never like, you know, like done this before, never groomed him, never like told him what to do and all that stuff. Uh, so that was, that was kind of funny. Um, so you're like doing all that shit and uh, like waving your hands and whatnot. And uh, there was definitely uh, uh, for a couple of us, uh, you could definitely tell like the military kind of came out and was like, Hey, (laughs) move your fucking ass. (laughs) Um, And then I actually, I actually had, uh, I got like face to face with mine or not, you know, like not that, that close, but like maybe 10 feet away and like squared off with them or her. I think it was a him. And I raised my arms up, and uh, and he, like, reared back. And, like, he did, like, the standing on two legs. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, don't buck up at me, sir. You need to put your feet down. Uh, but it was funny. It was, uh, I definitely asserted my uh, alpha male against him. And plus, you know, he's snipped, man, so he doesn't have a... Uh, he's not a full male anymore so it's kind of easy to and plus they're therapy horses so I mean it's like they're like uber trained and like if they were people they would be like monks but not like not like catholic monks because those are like uh, it'd be like the buddhist monks they're like the real peaceful ones so I mean like these horses are like totally chill and, and like you think you're making them do something and they're probably just doing it because they they're like oh yeah we gotta we gotta Run this way for a minute, and then we'll run back this. Way. Oh, look at him! Look at this guy. He thinks he's telling me what to do. He doesn't. He doesn't know shit about horses. But it was. Uh, it was great. And don't tell Tiffany, but uh, I think I'm gonna buy a therapy horse and tie it to the back of our RV trailer. We're gonna have to drive slow wherever we go. You don't want to run the legs off of them. But uh, I, I found a, a therapy horse vest on Amazon. Uh, now I just got to find a horse. So if anybody knows a great deal on a horse, shoot me an email, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, so also, uh, kind of going along with outings, uh, also getting more, uh, getting back into my cycling because that was a thing that, uh, I loved doing and I have to do it or else I'll be in a wheelchair. Or I'll just be like super crazy pissed off all the time. And I'll be like 600 pounds. Uh, So that's been great. Riding more. You know, doing a kind of easing into it. Don't want to go too hard and then screw something up. So then uh, doing some gentle rides. um, And uh, just, you know, just to kind of put this out there. uh, You know, Chad... Chad, Mr. Chadalak, uh, he's been getting a little too big for his britches. He's, uh, somebody has gotten in shape and, and really gotten kind of fast on a bike. And, uh, the shit talking's getting a little, a little out there. So, uh, I'll, I'll put the, uh, the, I'll draw the line in the sand. It's, it's drawn, uh, six months from now, Mr. Chad, I think, I, I think I'll be able to, uh, to be faster maybe six months, six months seems like a long time. It took me eight months to get out of shape. So hopefully six months it'll be back to like get into shape. We'll see. I'm going to say six months and then, and then we'll test the theory and then I may need another six months. (laughs) Um, but I, I've, uh, I've been, I've been riding like similar routes to what I've done in the past and I've actually gotten some PRs. So I think, but I'm using a gear bike now where I had a single speed. So um, even though I was like a thousand times stronger back then, I was still on a single speed. So I like max out on flats and descents. So I think that's where my PRs are coming in now. But also nutrition on the bike has changed because normally I would use Carbo Rocket as, you know, the uh, in my water bottle, you know, it's it's a you know the the hydration and, and, and fuel uh, that you carry in your bottle, and then uh, like sports beans or something uh, to to snack on. But now it's it's almost like I am like being a bully against myself. It's like you don't you're not a look at you you're you're out of shape you're not riding enough you don't get the good stuff. I'm not spending money on you uh, to ride your bike. You need to drink. I'll I'll get you Gatorade. You can drink Gatorade, but you're not drinking Carbo Rocket. So I have that motivation too. Like, oh, i really like to stop drinking this shit, and I'd like to drink my good stuff. And they're like, no, you're a piece of shit, and you don't deserve it. Um, It was actually a commercial idea that I was like thinking about sending to carbo rocket like hey why don't you have like a guy you know like giving himself a hard time I think it'd be great who wouldn't want to buy that after being told that you're a piece of shit and you don't deserve it I think that I think that's how it should be. I think you should have to work hard before uh, you give yourself something to drink whatever it was funny to me it might not be funny to you, but inside of this head inside this little guy it's hilarious it's very hilarious. Speaking of uh, not being fast and and planning to be fast and trying to be fast, uh, I may have uh, made my truck pretty fast. I had a, uh, you know, I've been putting tunes on it and um, did some modifications to uh, different things. And I put a new tune on recently, and it's like a. Like a super performance one. It's not like for towing trailers and stuff. Uh, holy shit! I feel like I feel like I'm in high school again, with like a fast car and like racing all over town. It is amazing. I'm trying to make these tires last, but it's really hard. When every time you press the pedal, it just like lights them up. So I've been hot rodding down here in Buckhead. Uh, I'm. I was. I was i was kind of like egging this bmw on to like drag race between the lights uh but he wouldn't do it and i wasn't trying like that hard but i was just you know like sometimes you can kind of get somebody to jump the line a little bit but uh so that's been super fun uh and uh if you get the chance definitely tune your tune your car especially if it has turbos so then, about having turbos and tuner in your car, you can make it go super crazy fast. Anyways, so that's a lot of fun. Um, last episode, I I gave you guys some funny stories, you know, like oh, about my brain injuries, about my head trauma, and all that bullshit, and like how I got them. And so I wanted to, um, I want to give you like some funny stories, especially about the the military, because the military has like. Some of the best stories ever, because you'll do stuff there that you'll never do again, Uh, either for like legal reasons or you know maybe your body is broken and doesn't uh, move around as much. But point being, you won't do them again. Um, So one one story, actually, I have two stories about the same person. So, fuck, and I can't remember his name. It wasn't Keith, but anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, this guy was, uh, from Kentucky and like super Kentucky, like up in the hollers, Kentucky. And, uh, we were out at this training center where, uh, it's NTC for anybody that knows it, but you, uh, the first week you're sitting in the, uh, I think we called it the dust bowl or something like that. It's like the for a week you spend, uh, uh time getting vehicles ready and and getting ready to go to the box and that's and you spend a couple of weeks on the box and then you come back for another week and, and uh out process. So when you're in the dust bowl you sleep in these pup tents with your you know your battle buddy uh and they are small. I mean I mean you're like you're damn near spooning. And I talk in my sleep a lot. And uh and he didn't know that. And I didn't think about telling him. <laughs> so he said, and, and to, he, I wish I was still in contact with him because he, he it, it's much funnier to hear hear him tell it. Cause he's got the accent and, and all that stuff. And he's like really uh, animated, but he said he was laying there and heard me say, how many you want? And he didn't think about it. You know, he's just like, whatever. I don't know what's going on. And, uh, I said, how many you want? And he's like, What the hell? And he, so he rolled over and apparently like I was like nose to nose with him. And I said, How many you want? How many you want? How many you want? And he's like, Well shit, Miller, just give me three. <laughs> so I don't know what I was talking about, but I needed to know how many he wanted. Oh, that's good times. Good times. I don't care if you don't think it's funny. I think it's funny. I still think it's funny. Um, so the other thing that uh, uh, was funny about him, like I said, he's from Kentucky, from the haulers. And if you don't know what a hauler is, it's a big draw. So, well, that probably doesn't help. So it's a low, it's like a low spot and then two high spots. And usually uh, you drive down the road of one of these and there will be houses. Uh, that's where people live, typically, because it's easier to live on the low spot. And so, anyways, that's what it is. Doesn't matter. Uh, so this uh, this guy was telling me, um, Kentucky was telling me, yeah, man, you know, uh, I had this girl in high school, and you know, she uh, she didn't go to my school. She was like uh, uh, three three or like four C's away. And I'm like four C's away, like like what are you talking about like i thought you were from kentucky like doesn't you know like what are you talking about c's he's like c's man i'm like well like i don't know what the hell that is i was like you know like like what is a c he's like oh that's easy he's uh you go to the top of the holler and you get to the highest point and as far as you can see that's one c he said then you go there and as far as you can see that's two c's And I was like, bullshit, (laughs) that is not a real thing, Uh, apparently it is, Um, super fucking funny, now that doesn't, look not like a head injury story, but I'm getting there, And just chill out, oh actually, I don't think I have, oh I don't have a head injury story, I'll have to think, okay, so as I'm telling you these, I'm going to multitask in my brain, and we'll see how well that works, and I will come up with a head injury story. Uh, Because I don't want to go through all these. Because then you won't have anything else to listen to. And these are going to be short episodes. So you can just like blast through them. Uh, Okay. So I had a guy. I had a squad leader. His name was uh, Staff Sergeant Barry. Uh, Cool guy. And like he was like a true teacher and uh, leader. Great guy. Super great guy. Uh, He was definitely older. And he was a little smaller. But this dude was ripped. And... uh, All of us in the squad, we, like, towered over him. And uh, we thought it was funny to, like, poke at him and, like, give him a hard time. And we're like, what are you going to do, Sergeant Barry? Like, you know, like, we'll just, like, pick you up and toss you around. And I wish I could do his accent, too. It was so fun. I think he's from, like, like more inland, like, Ohio or Detroit or something like that. Uh, Had a great, great accent. But he's, like... He always had a cigarette. He'd be like, I tell you what, I'll do. I said, He said, <laughs> I'll wait till your motherfucking ass uh, goes to the bathroom and I'll fuck you up. And we're like, What? <laughs> like, we stopped laughing. It was like, uh, We don't understand. He's like, Yeah, I'll wait until you're in the bathroom stall, sitting on the shitter. He's like, I'm going to knock that door down and I'll have a baseball bat and I'll just whoop your ass. And uh, yeah, we never fucked with him because he had a plan. So. We would jokes. we'd still joke, but we kind of knew, like, you don't fuck with Sean Barry, because, I mean, he was kind of crazy anyways, and he had a plan, so any dude with a baseball bat, uh, you get a pass, definitely get a pass, um, I'll tell you how badass this guy is, he called me one time, uh, he lived, he and his family lived off base, and, uh, yeah, I lived off base, yep, and, uh his wife was having some, some, some problems going on with her, and, uh, he's like, I need a ride, uh, like, maybe they didn't have a car, or it was broke down, or something like that, uh, he's like, hey, Joe, I need you, I need to ride to the ER, I'm like, all right, so, uh, you know, it's like two in the morning, or whatever, and so I haul ass over there, because any, any chance to drive fast with, like, a purpose is amazing, so I'd rally card over there, uh, Picked him and his wife up. And she did not look good at all. Uh, so this dude is like. Puts her in the back seat. It was a, a sedan. Puts her in the back seat. And he's like alright let's go. And so we had to go on base to the to the hospital. And so I'm just like driving the shit out of this car. Getting over there. And she stops breathing. And so I'm like looking back. And he's you know. He's got the window down. He's smoking a cigarette. He's like. Oh, this happens all the time. Uh, I'm like hey. Uh man, uh I don't think your wife is breathing, and um and he he turns around and he's like, "Ah, she'd be all right. I'm like no, no, I think like she's not breathing, and so he like kind of turns around and shakes her, I can't remember her name was, you know like like Trisha whatever, you know, it doesn't matter uh, and she kind of like gasps a little bit. <laughs> And he's like, "Don't worry about Milly. <laughs> just keep on going." And I'm like, "I'm going, but I just want to make sure she doesn't fucking die in the back seat." And he's like, "Ah, she's all right." <laughs> so she. <laughs> I mean, he treated his family like you know, like soldiers. Like, stop fucking, stop complaining. All you're doing is just bleeding a little bit, not breathing a little bit. You'll be all right. <laughs> Oh, I guess you had to be there I don't know if, uh, if it's funny great if not you know whatever this is this is just funny stuff um uh oh okay so uh we also had a lieutenant and and most of them are just dumb as fuck um because you know they're just little college kids that uh think that the military is gonna be a great idea and it pays for their college um so most of them are just like worthless but this guy was definitely he was definitely like in that category of like doing the military to pay for the um, college uh, but he was um, I don't know uh, he was a little more serious maybe because he was like Jewish uh, maybe he just he didn't joke around as much and and he uh, I don't know like he had a little bit more respect for us the soldiers um, so anyways. Uh, Harvey was his name, I believe it was Harvey. Uh, There's three of us that uh, had a place off base, and so we were always like, "Come on, LT, like come drinking with us." So after like we bugged him for a long time, he's like, "Hey, like my wife is going out of town, I can come drink with you." And we're like, "Badass." So we get all the alcohol. Like, like when I say I want all your alcohol, I mean all your alcohol and we're like we're gonna get this guy just blitzed out of his mind um so we did we actually did get him blitzed out of his mind um and he um it it went from funny to uh uh awkward uh somewhere in the morning the wee morning hours uh he, he started talking like we had a co that was a total puss um Like to tell you how much of a weakling he was, uh, he did, he, we, we would get in trouble for fighting. Like when you go downtown and, and go to the bar fight, uh, get into bar fights and stuff, we would get in trouble when we come back. That's insane. So that guy's worthless. But, uh, so we're talking about like, yeah, fuck that CEO. Um, like he wasn't laughing. He wasn't doing that. Uh, like that bravado uh, yelling or anything like, yeah, I'd fuck him up or whatever. He was like almost sober and said, yeah, I'd I'd like to kill him. I think, uh, I think I'm going to kill him. And, and for about uh, like four milliseconds, I went from being totally shit faced to, (laughs) to total soberness. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, he's an asshole. You're gonna, you gonna kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I should kill him. And, uh, so we, we made sure he stayed with us that night and, uh, sobered up in the next morning or later that morning. Um, so, so that's, uh, you know, um, sometimes you don't like your boss and, uh, And if you don't, and if you get really drunk, maybe you should have somebody with you that won't let you uh, do some major stuff. Um, all right. So last story and, oh, and I haven't thought of a fucking head injury thing yet. (sighs) Whatever. Uh, I'll do a head injury. I mean, I have a whole bunch of them, but I don't remember which ones I told you last time. And so I'll have to like, think about it, but this is a hilarious story. Um, I think this, um, is funny. It's insightful. Um, so there we are. We're, we're stationed down at Fort Stewart down in fucking shit part of Georgia. And, uh, we're partying and we're partying hard. I mean like, like hard. And there's a group of us. So, we hit, we hit a handful of the bars, and then we took the party to, like, all of our cars. And I think we all had, like, we had, like, a car and a couple little pickups, you know, the little mini pickups. I had, a I had like, a little Dakota. Another guy had, like, a little Ford Ranger and stuff. So, we just start, you know, drinking and driving. And, and like, in the trucks, we have, like, people just packed in there, and we're all just drinking and being rowdy. So, I think we were attracting too much attention off base and so we went on base and kept on partying and and we're driving so it's like a party it's a party convoy and and so you know there's like uh we didn't rub cars but like you know oh it's like when you're tubing down the river and like you bring your tube next to somebody you hand them a beer or a hot dog or something it's kind of like the same thing it's like oh you know give me that bottle of crazy chicken uh and so you like you you drive you know like you get side by side and all that stuff, throwing stuff back and forth, people, you know, um, switching cars and stuff like that. And so we're on this uh, dirt road, and I'm in the back. I'm in the bed of my truck. Somebody else, I don't know who's driving it, and there's like, I think we're in the middle. One car in the front, one car in the back, and we are like booking down this road like fast, probably like, I don't know, well. It was really fast. It was like 45, 50 miles an hour. And uh, so I'm, I'm standing back there with some other guys. And I'm like, I'm going to, sc- oh, I think, fuck, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I can't remember. Uh, I said like, I'm going to scare uh, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's driving my truck. I'm, I'm going to scare the shit out of Jimmy. And they're like, hell yeah. And so I jump from the bed of the truck over the cab. And onto the uh, windshield. And this is my truck. And so I'm slapping the windshield and just laughing uncontrollably. And he's like, I can't fucking see. I can't see. <laughs> yes, we're like. Oh, and it's pitch black. I mean, so it's, you know, at night. Um, and so I'm like, this is awesome. I'm scared the piss out of you. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so he kind of wiggles the car a little bit to like try to shake me off of it. Uh, but, you know, after watching a lot of action movies, I know how to like ride. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, apparently when you're drunk and young, uh, you can hang on to a car. Pretty good. Uh, so I did a 180, swung around onto the hood. Uh, that way I'm looking face to face with the driver. And I'm holding on to my, um, uh, the things, the windshield wipers. and And again, like I'm doing this to my fucking truck. And I'm just laughing, and and he's trying to shake me off. Um, I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I broke a windshield wiper or not. Uh, so we're going, we're going, we're going. And I'm like, you know, this isn't extreme enough. I need, like, I need to stop being a weakling, and I need to really man up and really do something big. Um, and and you know, and also I want to scare him, right? Because that's the whole point is just trying to scare him. Uh, so I go from the hood, um, out to the grill, to the front of the truck, and I go, uh, par- basically, uh, parallel with the ground, so I'm sideways, so my head is at one t- uh, headlight, and my feet are at the other headlight, and, and I'm hanging onto the grill, and, you know, those grills are just fucking plastic, uh, I was hanging onto the bumper too, it was there, um, but, I remember thinking, oh, he can still see me. So, it looks like I'm still here. So, I need to get, like, farther down towards the ground. So, that way, he thinks he um, drove over me. And so, I'm, like, I'm almost under the truck at this point. And, like, dirt's flying up, you know. It's just, like, so intense. Uh, Yeah. So, that was... That was, and then you know, I I like crawled back up onto the hood, and then back into the bed. Um, luckily he didn't like slam on the brakes; that would have thrown me. Uh, luckily, the car in front didn't like slam on their brakes; then I would have been like sandwiched. There's like so many luckies, um, but that was so, like, it was so such an awesome moment. Like, I am so glad I did that because. You know, it's like uh, you know people. You know people tell stories, and they're like, "Oh man, you wouldn't believe it, man!" This one time, I was eating this sandwich, and it had like three jalapenos on it, and I was just like, "Whatever, man, I'm just totally going to eat it." Um, <laughs> but I'm like, "That's cool, man. That's that's pretty badass." And jalapenos are pretty pretty spicy. Um, but I'm glad I have those moments of like total extreme like danger moments uh not not for the benefit of like telling a story but just for the benefit of like knowing your limits I mean I couldn't do it now I mean there's no fucking way I'm doing it now <laughs> I mean I'll ride in the back of a truck if like if you don't hit the bumps too hard um but you know uh, it's so awesome um I'm trying to think of like a good concussion Did I tell you about the bar? I tell you about the bar fight, because that was like the concussion. That was a pretty good concussion. Concussion. I told you about that one. Uh, Whatever, doesn't matter. Um, I have a whole bunch of them. They, um, and then after that story, they don't really stick out too much. But, anyways, uh, anywho, I didn't mean to uh, just like totally fade out on you. Uh. So before we go, the last thing uh, I thought would be kind of cool uh, for these, you know, like the Shepherd series, uh, is to uh, list a tool or like a uh, uh, like a process or something like that to like help everybody, you know, deal with shit, right? So why not, man? Um, like that whole emotion thing—you don't have to like swallow it, like a a chew spit or something like that um so here's one that that uh was pretty cool so if if you have a stressor something that's stressing you um you think of it right you you get it in your mind like um um uh uh, uh, this this desk lamp is too bright in my eyes i know it's it's not like a super crazy stressor but whatever so i'm like okay boom i can like think of it I've I've individualized it or whatever. That's not part of the tool, but that's what I do. Um, And then you attach it to a passing uh, object, like a cloud or a car or like a leaf in a stream or something like that. Um, And that way, and then like you visualize it leaving. Dude, so I did this. Uh, It fucking works. Um, It's amazing. Now, You don't do it just like, if you have like a reoccurring thing, like I got reoccurring shit, um, that stresses me out. So, you know, like you don't do, do it like once and then, um, it's gone forever. You like, you have to like practice it. Um, but anyways, it works. Try it. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, I will put, um, I'll put the email to the show because I forget to do that. So I want to start putting that in, uh, the show notes. In case you guys have any comments or whatever, I don't give a fuck, um, or stories. If you have like stories, that'd be great. We shares We can share stuff. Just, just a couple, couple shares. Um, oh, I wonder if that's why they name the program Share. Huh? I wonder. I want to ask. Uh, so, as always, I want to give the Veteran Crisis Line information. Uh, you can call them at one eight hundred. 8255 then press one, uh, by text, eight, three, eight, two, five, five, or online chat, uh, at their website, veteranscrisisline.net. And, uh, I'll put that stuff, you know, I'll put that stuff in the, in the notes as well. And I think that'll do it. So, uh, my goal is to, uh, get one show out a week. So, uh, hopefully I can do that. I'm not real good about that stuff, but, uh, I'll try, try my best. And, uh, until next time, keep on camping campers.